Hello and welcome to Crossplay Chronicles. Everything you need to know about every popular esport, all in one place. My name is Amanda. Let's get started today. Welcome to Crossplay Chronicles. Uh, in this show, I will do a rundown of the state of each of the top esports as of the current date. Occasionally, I will have people come and speak on behalf of their esport. I will have somebody in the world of that esport come and discuss it with anybody and everybody who's listening. Something to note, not all esports will be referenced every episode. So make sure you keep an eye out for the description to see if your favorite esport is being discussed this week. So today I'm going to be discussing Rocket League, League of Legends, Valorant, Dota 2, and Overwatch. So let's get a move on. Okay, we're talking about Rocket League now. So the RLCS or Rocket League Championship kicks off. Major 1 started January 26th, and Major 2 is yet to begin. So, in the standings, as of now, we've got Elevate and Limitless tied for first. Elevate consisting of LCT, Sphinx, and Kevin, and Limitless uh, consisting of Snowy to die for and Sweaty Clarence. Both teams are tied at 19 points apiece. And coming up in third, we have Team Power, PWR, consisting of Fever, Torsos, Banana Head, and Jim, with 17 points. And then coming up right behind them in fourth place, Team Falcons, consisting of Killers, Doom24, TRK, and RW. And then for that, also tied for fourth, so within the fourth and fifth place spots, we're going to have G2 Stride. G2 Stride with Beast Mode, Atomic, Daniel, and Austin. And also in fourth, Complexity Gaming with Ogsum, Raisebowl, Dorito, and CRR. And then once again, tied for fourth place with 16 points total, Carmen Corp, Rise, Vatira, Farah, and Ato. So those are going to be the standings for Rocket League. All right, and moving right along to Valorant. A lot of teams are still in high contention for the upcoming Valorant Masters in Madrid. That's going to be the number one thing I talk about today is Masters Madrid, which is the inaugural global event of the 2024 Valorant Champions Tour. That's going to bring together eight top teams. Each of those eight top teams will be representing one of the four international leagues. That means two, uh, each region will uh, produce two teams to send to the uh, Masters Madrid. So America, the Americas will send two, Pacific is going to send two, EMEA as well, and the Chinese team will send two as well. So that means they have to finish top two in their respective international league tournaments. So as I had mentioned, there are a lot of teams in contention at the moment, but some to look out for. You're going to want to look out for Optic Gaming. They have a total of 750 points from North America. And then in second place in North America, going to be uh, the Guard with 200. 
Then looking over towards APAC, we're going to see uh, Paper Rex with 450 total points and Xerxia with 300 total points. And then right going right on over to Korea, we're going to see uh, 400 total points uh, from DRX and from Maru Gaming, 115. So not all of the possible teams to look out for I listed. Uh, but there are a lot of teams to go over, and there are uh, there's a lot of Valorant left to be played. So it's hard to say at this point who should be looked out for right now. But in the coming weeks, once uh, Valorant Masters hits, which begins in between March 14th and the 24th, it'll be a little bit easier to tell who we should look out for in Masters Madrid. All right, now we're going to head on over to one of the biggest esports in the world, if not the biggest esport in the world, League of Legends. Uh, we're looking at today the regular season standing. So we do have a definitive first and second, and third is tied up th uh, three ways. So first in first place thus far, we've got FlyQuest with a 6-2 record, and second, 100 Thieves with a 5-3 and then in third, we are tied between Cloud9, NRG, and Team Liquid, 4-4, for all three of those teams. So, to look forward to, in week five, we're going to see the next games happen a little bit later on. To look forward to, we're going to be seeing a 2 p.m. FlyQuest versus Cloud9. And then at three, you can catch Dignitas versus 100 Thieves. At four, you can catch Team Liquid versus NRG. And at five, Immortals versus Shopify Rebellion. That's going to be Saturday, March 2nd for week five. We are jumping a little bit ahead. It looks like a break is happening after Sunday, February 11th. And then Sunday, March 3rd. Uh, we're going to see a 2 p.m. FlyQuest versus 100 Thieves. Then 3 p.m. Energy versus Immortals. Then 4 p.m. we're going to see Team Liquid versus Cloud9. And then at 5, we'll see Dignitas versus Shopify Rebellion. That is what to look forward to in the coming weeks of the League of Legends season. Something to note is the 2024 LCS Spring Split sees 8 teams this year instead of 10. Uh, and they're going to head in... Uh, they're going head-to-head head in a round-robin where each team plays one another two times. So matches are going to be best of one, so they're only, we're only going to see one match um, happen between each team. Um, that's why they're, you know, only an hour apart. I could imagine matches typically don't take longer than 45 minutes in League of Legends. So that's something we can look forward to. Uh, the bottom two teams will be eliminated at the end of the regular season. And then the top four will... Uh, begin the playoffs in the upper bracket while the fifth and sixth teams start in the lower. And then to cover the uh, Korean League of Legends competition, the 2024 LCK Spring Split, which kicked off January 17th, we should discuss the Korean teams that are fighting for their way to the 2024 World Championships. We're going to see uh, T1, the winners of the 2023 Worlds, are a big fan favorite to win this season. 
six only six spots in the playoffs and nine weeks of the regular season. So we got to keep track of everyone's results here. So we've got a definitive first through fifth in the Korean spring split. We're going to start off with first place Gen G with a record of 6-0 and and then a game record of 12-2. and In second place, we've got T1 with a 5-1 and then with an 11-3 game record. Then in third place, we've got Hanwha Life, which is a 5-1 record, a 10-3 game record. And then four in fourth place, we've got KT Rolster uh, with a 4-2 record and a 10-6 game record. And then in fifth, we've got Kwon Dong Freaks with a 3-3 record and a 6-7 game record. So those are going to be your top five for the 2024 LCK Spring Split. In the coming weeks, this has been going since early mid-January. So in the coming weeks, looks like we've got some stuff going on. Week four is going to be start February 14th. So Valentine's Day, we're going to see 2 a.m., uh, Pacific Time, KT versus Genji, and then 4.30, DRX versus Quandog Freaks. And then Thursday, February 15th, make sure to tune in, 2 a.m., T- T1 versus DK, and then 4.30 a.m., Hanwha Life versus Brian. And then Friday, February 16th, we're going to see 2 a.m., NS Red Force versus KT, and 4.30 a.m., Quandog Freaks versus Fear X. We've got some weekend games coming up as well for week four. We've got 12 a.m. Gen G versus Hanwha Life and then 2.30 a.m. DK versus DRX. So then Sunday, the next day, February 18th, 12 a.m. We're going to see Fear X versus T1 and then 2.30 a.m. Uh, NS Red Force versus Brian. Very exciting uh, day or very exciting week to come for both NA and for both uh, and Korean uh, League of Legends um, incoming in the next couple of weeks, in the next month or so, give or take. Exciting to see. All right, moving on to Dota 2. So stage two has just begun as of February 11th. So four teams from each group will be seeded into the upper bracket of a double elimination playoff stage. All matches are best of three with a grand final, a best of five. So losing a series, if you're not in that upper bracket, meaning if you're in the lower bracket, losing a series will mean elimination. So the teams that were invited to participate are going to be Team Spirit, Team Liquid, LGD Gaming, Bet Boom Team, Aurora, Gaming Gladiators, and Extreme Gaming. And the qualifiers for the tournament are OG, which are in Western Europe, Vitrus Pro, which are in Eastern Europe, Team Falcons, which are in uh, Middle East and NA, and Nouns, which are from the Americas, and then Azure Ray, which are China and Southeast Asia. So Sunday, February 11th, we're looking at the playoff bracket. So the first game to start off uh, at 12 a.m. on Sunday, February the 11th. We're going to be looking at LGD Gaming and BetBoom Team. So the winner of this match will move on to the upper bracket semifinals. And the loser will drop to the lower bracket round one. So that is going to be the same for every team listed here. So the second game 
of the day at 3.30 a.m. will be Spirit versus Gaiman. Once again, the winner will move to the, the upper bracket semifinals and the loser will drop to the lower bracket. At 7 a.m. on the same day, Extreme versus Falcons. Same rules again. And then at 10.30 a.m., Liquid versus Azure Ray. And then we're going to see once all of that happens, we will have a little bit more info for you for Monday, February 12th. All of those games are happening February 11th. Moving right along, we've got Overwatch. So there's a lot to go over here. Overwatch launching a new competitive league. Kind of. <laughs> so... What's happening is they launch what's called the OWCS or the Overwatch Championship, I believe. Um, so the format is going to be quite different from the Overwatch League format. They are the plan is to kind of offer a an ecosystem. They say that is more open and anybody's able to participate. So. It's an international competitive circuit open to players across North America, Europe, the Middle East, North Africa, and Asia. So there will be multiple competitive stages where each region will have its own set of open qualifiers, uh, giving players the ability to form their own teams and battle out for their place in the main event. So each stage is going to end in a in two live in-person international events uh bringing the regions together for the pinnacle of overwatch play bringing the regions together for uh the largest stage ever for overwatch esports so for uh north america and for north africa we're looking at a week one like qualifier swiss swiss stage so Friday, Saturday, Sunday, we're going to see rounds one through nine. And then weeks two and three, we're going to go to a group stage. So we're going to see Swiss matches all the way up uh, to 16 matches. And then week four will be the main event. So we've got group the group winners uh, listed. And then it'll be an 18 double elimination. So you play in the upper bracket. When you lose, you get dropped to the lower bracket. And when you win, you go on to the semifinals of the upper bracket. You have to completely win out on the lower bracket in order to make it back to the finals of that event. Um, so each stage is going to feature an open qualifier and main event. They're introducing what they call cir circuit points, where players earn circuit points through e the stages, through the online qualifier and the main event, uh, and that is used to determine in an international event qualification. So players can earn circuit points through top finishes and each stage, and the more points a team earns, the higher the standing on the leaderboards and seeds uh, going into every stage of each event. So... For the Asia format, we're kind of looking at an uh, a something somewhat similar. So we're seeing tier four, so online open qualifiers. 
this is going to be uh, an entry-level online competition. Anybody is welcome to participate so long as they have a team. So we're seeing OWCS Korea Open. Um, and then we're going to see the Japan Open as well online and the Pacific Open online as well. So the top nine for the Korea Open are going to move on to the Korea LAN. Uh, and then for Japan, the top nine will also do the same. Uh, no, they won't. The Japan top nine will do Japan online, so it'll be nine-team round robin. And then the uh, Pacific Open, top eight teams. Um, and then their tournament will be an eight-team double elimination. Um, and then there will be a wild card online, so three teams round robin. So that'll be Korean, the Korea's fourth place, and then Japan's third and then Pacific's third place as well. So for Korea, the top three teams will enter into the Asia Championship. For Japan, the top two teams will enter into the Asia Championship. And then for Pacific, the top two teams will also enter into the Asia Championship. And the wild card winner from the, uh, the three-team round robin will enter into that championship as well for a total of eight teams. The top two teams from the Asia championship are going to enter the OWCS International DreamHack Championship. So that is going to be Asia's, um, Asia's format for the year. So it's looking a little bit different than North America and North Africa. Um, so at this point, since the Overwatch League is over, there's no real teams to look at. Overwatch does not begin its, uh, tournament. OWCS does not begin until later in February. Uh, that's when Asia will kick off their, their, the start of theirs. And then... NA will begin in March of 2024. And then in May, we're going to see the majors. So we're going to see kind of the uh, the culminating wrap-up. Uh, so the Asia Championship and then likely the, uh, the double elimination. Uh, no, the tournament from uh, NA and uh, EMEA. So, something very worthy of noting is this year, for the first time, we will see Premier Live Overwatch Esports being brought to Europe. So, the top teams from each major region will descend to DreamHack Stockholm later in 2024 to crown the first OWCS champion. So, two more things to note. The WDG Cup will offer a knockout competition open to all teams in the Asia region and will run during the uh, OWCS offseason. So this encourages teams to participate uh, in the offseason. And then another thing to mention is the WDG Scholastic Tournament, which uh, gives collegiate high school and middle school students uh, an opportunity to uh, play as well. So they'll be representing their school and their scholastic community. So the tournament will take place four times annually. 
Uh, so there's plenty of opportunity for students. And that's going to do it for Overwatch. There's a lot to go over there. Um, they're also moving to Face It, which is the world's leading competitive gaming platform. So many other uh, esports use Face It. So Overwatch is going to be moving to that. And that's going to wrap it up for us today. Thank you so much for listening. And if you liked us, be sure to join next time with for the latest updates on all your favorite esports. See you next time.